question that brought you here. Are you satisfied with what life throws at you without ever asking why? Because I'm not. I mean, if you're content talking endlessly about the same recycled subjects over and over, just go to another podcast, because this is a new platform for my friends, clients, and anyone who wants to hang around a virtual campfire and discuss questions you've always had but never dared to ask. My name is Rich Nisbet. Welcome to It's the Question. This is Rich, podcast number seven of It's the Question. I think I told you guys a little bit ago that I was writing a book, and I'm kind of finishing that up right now. It's not easy. I never would imagine how hard it is to not only write a book, but finish it. There are so many details you have to think about and put together, and the book is about helping somebody at the end of life die with peace and dignity. And believe me, the subject of death has always been this elephant in the room for all of us. But when somebody is close to you and they are on their deathbed, it's the one thing you wish you could do something about. And so this book gives you some simple steps that you can do to not only help the person who is at the end of life, but also all the loved ones around that person who are experiencing such a horrible loss. You see, many, many years ago, uh, one of my clients asked me if there was something he could do for his terminally ill grandmother who was in the hospital just not doing well for weeks and weeks. And that evening, I wrote down some simple steps that I thought might help her, you know, reduce fear, help her to become more stable and grounded give her some closure on this life and a few other little steps that he actually did the next day and it worked out very very well and that story and many many other stories after that I've included in the book along with how to administer these simple steps to help the dying person and the people around him or her and also some even some paranormal phenomena that you might encounter that I have seen and others have seen around this whole subject of end of life. And all you guys listening to this podcast series, you'll be the first to be informed of when the book is going to be released. Believe me. All right. In the last podcast, I asked the question, think of something you wouldn't mind forgetting. Now, I'm going to get into that, but I wanted to go over a concept first. It's an idea that I wanted to talk about, and I called it the underlying theme. This is what I originally had decided I was going to call this podcast series, and it was the subject matter that I was going to talk about. And it has to do with the idea of a natural law behind everything. Now... I want you to listen to the intro that I was going to use. I came up with this thing. I want you guys to hear this. Listen to this. Everything around us, all that we perceive, any endeavor we put into motion, all of it 
is supported, balanced, and held in reality by a universal law or basic quality that we can understand. The underlying theme. All right, did you hear that? That was called the underlying theme. And the whole point of that podcast series was going to be around the idea that there are actually basic, fundamental, underlying laws underneath everything that you can actually know and understand so that life becomes much more simple. There's engineering laws. There are physics laws. You can't build a bridge unless you know certain laws of gravity and how things are structurally put together. You can't build a house unless you know some basic fundamental underlying themes behind building a house. The platform has to be level. It's got to be square, or by the time you get to the roof, it's going to be a mess. And there are actually laws or postulates or axioms or basic truths, whatever you want to call them, behind interpersonal relationships and our spiritual selves. So by knowing those type of laws, you stop chasing everything that's thrown at you and you're able to then see what's underneath it all, holding it all together. I wanted to bring this whole thing up because I don't think anyone's talking about this. It seems like a whole college course could be revolved around this idea that behind every manifestation in our existence, there is a basic law or axiom. And once you become aware of this, you're going to start seeing these things all over the place. For instance, the other day I read, what you fear you attract what you look at disappears. Now, that's an underlying theme to any unwanted condition you've got going in your life. If you fully look at something, all angles of it, so there's no untruth in it, that problem is not going to persist. It is not going to make you afraid anymore. I've seen this time and time again in all the coaching sessions I've ever done. Someone comes in, they've got a life problem, they're really freaking out about it, they don't know what to do. We start talking about it, we hit it from this angle, that angle, we ask questions about it, we find out what they're doing here, who's involved. Pretty soon, it's not overwhelming anymore because they've seen the entire truth of it. So it disappears. You see what I mean? Now, I know we kind of see these statements all the time in our life. But I'm hoping to punch up the fact that if you actually look at it as an underlying law or theme to your situation in life, you can actually use it to make your life better and the life of others better. And this applies to it's the question, why the question is so important because of that underlying theme, what you look at disappears. If you ask questions about something, they start looking at it more and more and more until that bad situation is no longer there. Now, of course, experience exposes you to these truths and these underlying laws of things. And that's what happened to me in all my years of coaching and counseling. I started seeing a pattern and a connection between 
all the particular details and situations that people were telling me about and the few basic underlying themes behind all of those type of things. Let me go over an example. There is an underlying theme or basic truth that is stated this way. The mind can confuse position in time with position in space. Now, what that means is a person could have a situation now in this space, but he's confusing it with an earlier time that isn't in this space. So a guy could have a problem with his wife or a problem with money or a problem with his dog or a problem with his boss or la 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 la. It could have an infinity of things and an infinity number of people could come to you with a different problem. But if you know this one underlying theme, the mind can confuse position in time with position in space. You can then help them with a very simple question. Has this ever happened to you before? You see what I mean? He's confusing his earlier problem with what's happening right now. So you point his attention to the earlier time and he starts describing that one. And pretty soon the one that's in front of him right now is insignificant. He was confusing the two points of time. You see what I'm saying? I hope this makes sense. It simplifies everything. So it doesn't matter who's coming to you with what problem. If they're yakking on about something that's bothering them, you just say, hey, has this ever happened before? Is there an earlier time this has happened? And more often than not, they'll have a pop moment, a point of payoff, a little aha, like, whoa, gosh, yeah, this did happen before, and it's no big deal now. Yeah, hey, thanks. So that was an example of how one underlying theme could apply to a bazillion things. And for fun, I've listed out about 10 of these things. And the reason I said that it should be a college course on this, because you could take an underlying theme like that, and you could start studying all the different phenomena that are related to that basic law or underlying theme. So let me just read off a few of these, and you tell me how you could see them workable or applicable in your life or the life of others around you. You can write these down if you want to. I'll say I'm kind of slow and I'll leave some space between them. All right, here we go. They are falsely accusing you of something they themselves have done. An unchanging bad condition is often somehow serving the person that possesses that condition. The purpose of suffering is to help us understand that we are the ones causing it. Our most fundamental intention in life is creating an effect. The wrong solution to a problem becomes the next problem. Intelligence is the ability to recognize relative importances. A person who is always sick or continually making mistakes is evidence they are doing things against their own integrity. And finally, being kind is usually the answer because you don't know what others are going through. 
All right. I hope you found those interesting. And I also hope you can see how pervasive they could become to so much complexity that goes on around us by just knowing some of those simple, basic laws you can use them to help another person or to help yourself. Which brings us to the question we asked last podcast. What are you willing to forget? Now, what's the underlying theme behind that question? I'll tell you what it is. The effort to stop something when generalized becomes stop everything. When you consider something's gone on too long and you don't like it and you're pushing against it and you're trying to stop it, if you get obsessed with that, pretty soon in the mind, you will start stopping every aspect of your life to the point where everything slows down and everything becomes an effort and getting what you want becomes harder and harder and harder. So this question tell me something you'd like to forget, can actually help improve someone's memory. Because the effort to forget, when generalized, will become forget everything. And there goes the memory. Now, asking somebody this question sometimes takes a while before they have an epiphany or they feel better about it. Because the stuff we want to forget is usually bad stuff, right? You know, so you're going along, tell me something you'd like to forget. I'd like to forget the time I cheated on that exam in college. All right, tell me something else you'd like to forget. Uh, The time my dad beat me when I was little. All right, tell me something else you'd like to forget. Uh, I cheated on my girlfriend. All right, what else would you like to forget? Um, uh, When my grandpa died. You see what I mean? On and on and on. Until the person usually comes up with something like this. Hey, wait a minute. I'm remembering all these things. And they, they're not that bad. I mean, why would I want to forget something? I could actually learn from it. Yeah, forgetting things doesn't make, make it go away. Why not just remember it? <laughs> oh, man, I feel so much lighter. Yeah, I've used that question for years and years, and it really does help people take the brakes off of remembering things and the fear of past incidents in their life, which then translates to a better look at the future. So use that question with whomever you come across that needs some help. It will actually sort out a lot of things for them. It's one of the best questions you can ask somebody. Just repeat it over and over and have them give you different answers each time. And they will come up with an epiphany and a realization about something and be a lot happier at the end of that and also become aware of these laws that i'm talking about they're stated in different ways you can even see them on facebook and linkedin and all the social media they'll give you a statement you know something like if you want to be happy have zero expectations of others so i've heard people say well put that on your refrigerator so the next time you're upset with somebody And you can see that underlying theme sitting there on your refrigerator. You might reflect and say, am I expecting too much of this person? Yeah, I think I am. And the upset can just dissipate. 
This is exactly how you use these types of laws or underlying themes to simplify your life. Try it. All right, so we're going to end off here. And the question that I want you to answer is a little bit different. I want you to give me the question that you have always wondered about. What's the thing that you've always wanted an answer to ever since you were a little kid and you were thinking about life and you were thinking about yourself and your family and what, where it was all going? What is the one question that you would ask if there was a big spirit in front of you that knew everything? What would you ask that, that spirit? If you could get an answer to one question, what question would you ask? Hey, thank you very much for being part of this. Email your replies and your stories to answers at itsthequestion.com.